<clears throat> Welcome back to another night podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jake Nardo. And I'm the co-host, Stephen Cathy. And um, tonight, uh, we're going to start with talking about our days working at Chick-fil-A. Um, uh, I used to work at a pub and uh, in my hometown, I guess, and Stephen worked at a Chick-fil-A and he kept pestering me to work at Chick-fil-A and finally I gave in and uh, put in my application and they hired me and so we were we were working together with our other friend Tony um, and that had to have been one of the I wouldn't say one of like my favorite job but it was it, it might have been actually I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that back it probably was my favorite job just because the shifts that we worked together and all the stupid shit we did I mean it was it was fun I mean, I enjoyed, I enjoyed my time there. I mean, I'm still there, but uh, <laughs> still the chicken boy. Still, am, sadly, but hopefully not for too much longer. But no, I mean, definitely those days were um, a lot better. And um, getting you and Tony to work there with me was, uh, it was great. I mean, it was actually really lucky that you guys were able to work there with me um i'm surprised i don't know i guess back then i wasn't like as like known as anyone so they hired you guys uh, off my word um if i try to do that now i'm sure no one would get hired off my word but they probably throw applications out yeah um but back then i wasn't i didn't really do much like i didn't really talk much or like whatever so but yeah i mean like some of your uh some of your favorite memories there though the best i'm just gonna lay out the best scenario was when me and you were working and when tony was there and then we had our one manager uh aaron um yeah. managing because he we were all like kind of friends so it was it was just laid back you know it wasn't like it wasn't like they were on a super hard about doing shit but my favorite memory was when uh by some chance, we got headset together, and headset was really fun because you and me in the back of the building, right, where there was nobody, and um, you know, you're just in your own like secluded spot, mm. and you just sit down and just talk to guests and just ring an order, and it's such an easy job, like a monkey could do it, and um, we were on headset. It was like 9 p.m., so there wasn't like that many cars coming through. And we <laughs> we started like when you when you took a when you took a drive through call you had to be like hi welcome to Chick Fil A my name is so and so you know what can I get you today or you know how can I help you or whatnot and we got bored with that so we started doing hi welcome to Chick Fil A my name is uh, Shermanator how may I help you <laughs> and like we thought we'd get like so many people like uh, we like just watched American Pie like that week so we were like stuck on all the American pie jokes. But we thought like so many people were gonna think we were hilarious and like nobody noticed. It was like one yeah. or two cars that like laughed. And everybody yeah. else was like, yeah, can I get like a number one with no pickles? Like yeah. it was it was ridiculous how how little people like listen to us. But it was just funny because you could like mute yourself. So we <laughs> we'd like say it and then I would mute myself and we both just start laughing. And um I don't know that. I think that was my favorite shift I ever worked. 
Yeah, I mean, I was surprised that they let me and you be on headset together. Because, like, when you're in the back, I mean, it's just, like, anything goes. Like, there's no customers around. Um, you're on your phone. You are you have a drink. I mean, sometimes people eat back there while they're working. You have music playing. Um, so, yeah, that was definitely a fun shift. And, I mean, just, like, messing with people there while we were together. And, I don't know. I, I had a lot of fun back then because – you know, back then, it was just, it wasn't really a job. It was just, like, something fun to do, like, after school, kind of. Like, for the most part, some shifts would just, like, really be ass. But like, oh, my God, yeah. I remember coming in after school, and there's, like, nobody there from, like, 4 to 5. It's, like, the, it's just, like, a dead hour. And they yeah. would put me on cash register, and I would just, like, stand on my cash register and just stare blankly <laughs> into the, uh, <laughs> into the like, lobby of just... play. Just the non vet, like thousand yard stare. And, yep. Yep. And then someone comes up to you, right? And you're like, yeah, like, I'm good. Yeah. And you start like <laughs> ice with like a little shovel. <laughs> you start like, you like, just like, yeah, fuck this. I'm going to go get some Chick fil A sauce or something. Yeah. You just find stuff to do, occupy yourself with. And then like you pray, you don't see a customer walk in. And, and then when you do, you're like, ah. Oh. Damn. We would we would always play the game. I hated taking like more than three people's orders, like yeah. in one order. So there'd be like four people on register, and like nobody would be in line. And then you'd see like a party of like six walk in, mm-hmm. and you all kind of just like look at each other, and then like one by one, people start leaving their registers until yeah. there's just one guy left that has to take the order because. Because <laughs> it's just so tedious. It's so yeah. tedious to take yeah. a six-person order. So that was really funny. <laughs> usually, what would like, happen is like usually what would happen would be like there'd be four of us, and then when the line was gone, it'd always be like the first guy to go. Like no matter what, like it'd just be like one guy would just walk away from the register, and, like do whatever, and it'd be three of us, and like then like someone's like, "Hey, I'm gonna go like to the bathroom," and there's like two people left. So both of you are like manning like the stations and. And that's when you see someone walk on the sidewalk. And, like, honestly, you're really lucky if the other register doesn't notice them. Because then you just you just say something stupid like, I'm going to go get a drink real quick. And then you walk to the kitchen. And then all of a sudden this big family comes in. And, like, that person, you just know they're like, fuck you. Like, they're just, like, so mad. Because they knew. And then you just, you just played them. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm going to go stock the sauces. Yeah. <laughs> just go in the back. And then you don't even stock anyways. You just go back. No, You're just, like, no. staring at the front staring and the back. to the people. Yeah. yeah like, the little, like, uh, ship people through the door. Yeah. <laughs> just wait for them to start taking that order and then come back out. Yeah, you come back and, like, what happened? Or, like, like <laughs> you get anyone? And I think the reason why I hated taking large parties orders is because I had to make all of their drinks. Yeah. If I didn't that make the drinks, it didn't. It wouldn't matter. But Chick Fil A, they make you make the drinks for the customers. So, and the part that really, like, the one time that really stood out to me when I had to make people's drinks was, um, it was Cow Day, right? Mm-hmm. And for all of you people who don't know, Cow Day is like, you show up dressed as a cow, and um, you get like a free entree from Chick Fil A, and it's like everybody and their fucking dad shows up like it's like the entire town comes into chick-fil-a for cow day because they don't want a free chicky sandwich because they put like a white shirt on with like black marker on it and it's like 
Yeah. I'm digress. I di- I'm digressing here, but what I hated about it is people would come up and they'd be like, they'd be in the worst cow outfit I've ever seen. Right. It's like a white shirt, with like a one black like dot on it. And they'd be like, does this count as like dressing up as a cow? And you have two options. You can either say, no, it doesn't. Or yes, it does. And if you say, no, it doesn't, I know that they would argue with me and they would be like, <laughs> they'd be like, well, why doesn't it count? And so like, it's just so much easier to just say, oh yeah, of course. Yes, it counts. So like, I never once said no for the fear of having to argue with a customer that his shitty excuse of a cow uniform or cow outfit counts. So I always said yes, because I don't want to deal with any more shit. So the, the building is packed. It's a line through the door. I'm sweating because it's so hot. <laughs> There's so many mouth breathers in the building. And this family of, I, I'm the unlucky guy, and a family of six comes up to my register and it's like four kids no, actually, I think it was a family of eight. It was six kids and like two adults. And you know what all the kids want? All of the kids want kid size, which is like this peeny, tiny little cup. They want kid size tea lemonades, right? So I have to individually make six tea lemonades. And I don't even like hold, I don't even like put more than like an ounce of liquid in either of them. So like I put like, an ounce of lemonade and then an ounce of tea. And I have to do it six times and put the lids on and give them all their straws. It was the most tedious thing to do on cow day. I hated it. Yeah. That, that's what I think after that, I was like, fuck it. I'm not, I'm not doing large parties anymore. I just hate taking their orders. And yeah. And that's customers. Customers would always have some kind of argument. Like coming back to what you said about arguing with customers about like their outfits. It's like, that's the kind of thing at Chick-fil-A is the customers always feel so like it feels like they always feel so entitled to like everything. Like not everyone. Like I've met obviously tons of nice people, customers. But there's always like that I mean, every day there's always that one customer. I know this is for a lot of other restaurants, fast food places, whatever. But there's always like that one customer that just gives you like a hard time for absolutely nothing. And the days like that cow day when they were clearly not wearing anything um, close that looks like a cow. Like they're wearing like a white shirt and then like they got a little like dot, you know, in the corner of their like, like by their shoulder or something. A, like, a sweat stain. <laughs> what am yeah. I saying? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, you're like, does this count? And you're like, no. And then they're like, well, this should count. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, basically. Like... Yeah. Start having a seizure like on the spot. Yeah, no. I mean like I've I've had some really funny um customer encounters and the the one that I like to tell people the most is um you know, McDonald's is known for like their ice cream running out and stuff. And like one day that happened with us. And so I mean like that's awesome because like we just get to tell people like sorry, we can't make it. And like I love doing that cuz Milkshakes are tedious to make. So. Yeah, and then they usually just leave anyways. They don't even order anything else. So, like, it's just two birds with one stone. Like, no shakes, no food. Um. Anyway, so this guy walks in. Like, definitely, like, we live, Um, you know, for people who don't know us, we live close to this base. So we, we uh, see a lot of military people. And so this guy comes in, you know, Typical, like, middle-aged guy wearing, like, the freaking, like, cargo pants. He's got, like, the gray shirt tucked in with, like, a, with a belt. 
He's got like the, the the operator glasses on. So I mean, like you know, like, he's got the operator sunglasses on. Like you know, this guy. The classic, looks... classic military boomer. Yeah, like you just know this guy is like he just fucking hates kids and like he just just hates everything about the world. Um, Things aren't like how they used to be. Yeah, and you know he comes in with this son. You know, you know this little douchey like teenager. Well, in in his eyes, probably you know this kid. You know, normal guy. Anyway, they walk in and doesn't even take his sunglasses off, dude. That's how you know. That's how you know you're dealing with a guy like him, you know, just an absolute douche. Doesn't take off his sunglasses when he walks in. And he's like, uh, I'll just have uh, two two small chocolate shakes. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. Um, we're actually out of uh, milkshakes there. Um, our machine isn't working. And I'm sorry about the inconvenience. Is there anything else you'd like? And I, I, I kid you not, he just stares at me. And, like, he does not say a word. Like, and I can't see his eyes either because, like, the sunglasses. So my man is just staring at me after I say that. And I'm like, so. And then just another, like, few seconds of just staring. And then he just turns and storms out. He did it so fast that his son didn't even notice. Because his son was, like, looking at the ground or something or, like, whatever. Like, and his son just looked up and he's like, "Oh, d- dad!" And then like his dad was just literally on the sidewalk walking. He was gone. <laughs> Couldn't handle it. And he just Couldn't went, handle the next shit. Yeah, the kid just ran off after him. I was like, "Damn!" Like all of that over a chocolate shake. Like, it's not, nothing crazy, dude. It's like some chocolate syrup and some ice cream just mixed together. My man was like, "Nah, you you gonna my take away man. my chocolate shake?" Yeah, no. Um, and, I... <laughs> go ahead. No, I mean, that, obviously, it's just, like, dumb stuff I, like that. I remember when our ice cream machine went out. We had problems with it for, like, a week. So, it was, like, on and off again. But I was doing drive through and this lady, I told, she asked for a milkshake. And I was like, oh, sorry, our milkshake machine's broken. I was like, we can't do anything with ice cream related. And she was like, oh, can I have a frosted lemonade then? And then I'm like, you dumb bitch. I'm like, there <laughs> is ice cream in the frosted lemonade. And I'm like, oh, no, I, I can't do that either, like. It has ice cream in it. And she said, I like I kid you not. She's like, Can I have an ice cream cone? And I'm like <laughs> I'm like, No, I can't do anything with ice cream. And she's like, Oh, okay. Alright, well then I don't want anything. And then she just like drives out. It was so irritating. But my favorite my favorite um customer, my favorite entitled customer story is this this old uh older black woman came up to my register and we had what was it? It was like the specialty sandwich for like seasonal sandwich or whatever. It was like barbecue bacon, yeah, yeah, backyard mm-hmm. bacon sandwich or something. Mm-hmm. And um, she asked me what was on it, <clears throat> so I, I gave her the gist or whatever. And um, she um, she's like, okay, I'll, I'll have one of those. And I was like, okay, so um, you know, I rang it in, gave her her little like cone thing to bring it to her table, and you know, food comes out, and she comes rushing back up to my register, and she's like. She's like, I took a bite out of this, and it has, like, cilantro on it, and I, I can't eat cilantro. I can't have this. And first of all, I'm like, I'm, like, 90% sure that there isn't cilantro on that burger. Yeah. Or the, on that on that chicken sandwich. I'm, like, 90% sure. But she claimed there was, and, you know, the guest is always right. So uh, I was like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll bring you up for another sandwich, like, free of charge, whatever you want. And so she gets, like, I think it was just a regular chicken sandwich, but with, like, Colby Jack cheese on it. Right? Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, so, you know, I, I'm like, we'll have that out as soon as possible. 
and you don't have to put like remake on the board or whatever so it gets out faster and so it comes out to her table like lickety split because we're chick-fil-a goddamn fucking chick-fil-a and she takes a bite out of it i'm watching her she takes a bite out of it puts the sandwich back in the box comes running up to my up to my counter and she's like i, I didn't want cobra jack she's i wanted pepper jack and i'm like okay so i ring her up for another sandwich with pepper jack and it's the same like lingo or same like tango and i put um the remake comes out and finally she's satisfied with the sandwich and she yeah. eats it and i'm just like it takes two sandwich i i don't I understand like i there wasn't cilantro on the first one yet she claimed there was and she couldn't eat it and she ate like a quarter of it before she realized she didn't like it and then she ate a quarter of the colby jack one until she realized she didn't like it and then finally the pepper jack one was the one that satisfied her but I, it's little things like that i know it's blood boiling and what's funny is i told that story to my aunt and my aunt was like you know i thought chick-fil-a had like a higher like standard of of like people people that weren't like so entitled or like you know fussy about the food and i'm like no i'm like it's in yeah. fact i think we get it maybe more than mcdonald's the amount of people who come in and expect like us to like be on our knees and give them whatever they want it's it's ridiculous really i hated i hated dealing with customers like that to the point where when they started yelling at me i'm like i'm gonna go get my manager i'm not putting up with this shit and i just walked out and i was like hey angry lady at register one and then i could see my my manager's face just drop and they'd go out and brave it for me (laughs) Honestly, I just I feel like the pros of working at Chick Fil A <laughs> and the cons. I mean, there's a lot of pros that come from Chick Fil A. I mean, the only cons I really have is just you know you're gonna meet a lot of people that are used to like just kind of just getting whatever the hell they want, and like I mean they just they don't care. You know, they they don't yell at you. They'll cuss at you. I mean, like. It gets pretty ridiculous. Yeah, over chicken. Yeah, over chicken. And civilization just falls apart at the register. Yeah, it's like the fucking end, like the end of the world. Um, So that's the cons. I mean, like, but you're gonna get that really anywhere. So I mean, I can't really say it's only Chick Fil A. But I guess it's like if you think you're gonna go there and you're thinking I was just fast food, like you're just giving out some like regular food, like who really cares? Like, nah, Um, it's not like that at all. Like people expect like four or five star restaurant experience you know um i mean they'll ask you to do almost anything there um it's, it gets kind of ridiculous but i mean like the pros are i mean definitely like the people you work with and um you know i've i've always had a good time with a lot of my coworkers and um managers too and it's really personal and like it's just all around a good place to work, especially if it's like a first job, which it was mine. Yeah, it's it's really easy to get into the hang of. Yeah, like they're really professional and they get your stuff in, they get your stuff done. Yeah, um, I remember I remember my first day I was on headset and um, I was so nervous to like talk to my first customer. Like I was like a little little bitch about like taking calls and like making sure I got the order right and everything and like. Mm-hmm. Like a month in, I was like, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna bring it in. I hope it's right. Like, yeah. the guys who are fun can deal with it. Honestly. Um, but I say, I say, being on a headset was the easiest job, and for the most part, uh, it is. Cashier is probably like the second easiest because like drinks are involved. But one of the more 
like I guess skill based jobs is bagging, which is when like <clears throat> the kitchen makes the food and then the order is on your screen. You have to prepare the order in the bags with the right food and then you know someone hands it to the customer. And like there were it was only like people that have worked there for a little bit were on bagging because you know they were trustworthy and they were quick and like they could they were smart, right? They could do well under pressure. And it was they had like a select few people that were always on bagging because they were so trustworthy and when times got rough like busy and they knew that they would persevere and one time we were down a bagger and so they asked me to do it and i was like yeah sure i can do it for a shift no problem and you know i'm i'm not gonna lie i was killing it i was killing the bagging game and one of the managers comes over i think it was dina and she was like hey you're actually pretty good at bagging and then that's when it hit me. I was like, this is my life now. I'm like, they are going to keep me on bagging for the rest of my time here. Yeah. And sure enough, every shift after that, they had me on bagging. Yeah. Whether it was drive through or front or whatever, I was always on bagging. And it was, I mean, like it got stressful, especially when it was busy and you were in the red, like it just got stressful. And it was like, it was like within a snap of a finger, like one, like, hey, can you do this favor for me? I went from having a, fairly easy job to a slightly harder more intense you know sweat inducing job and um it wasn't until like a few months after that i left to go to college but i mean i like bagging because um (laughs) there was one of the kitchen workers her name was wendy and um she um she was a little sassy and so uh she would always be on fries which is like I could see on when you were on bagging, you could like see the person on fries and like you could talk to them. Mm. And so whenever I needed fries, I'd be like, Wendy, where are the fucking fries? And she'd be like, I made them already and like <laughs> stuff like that. And like we'd start arguing and then like I would start arguing with like other kitchen people because they weren't making the sandwiches I needed. Yeah. And like Dina Dina came back again and she was like, Hey, my workers are telling me that you're yelling at them. I'm like, Well, tell them to do their jobs. Like and so it was just I, I I don't want to say I was an asshole, but like it was just fun messing with the uh, kitchen workers because they got they got like mad mad at me and started like cursing at me in Spanish, and it was I don't know it was a good time, especially when the person that was on drive through bagging was also like yelling at them. Yeah, and so we could we could just be assholes together. I don't know. I found that really fun. Yeah, I mean, there's so many times where we get to be you know dumb or stupid like just assholes to other people at work and um there's like there's like a a little bit of drama you know at work for a while with like the managers and like i'll never forget the night that um you know me and you were in there um off the clock and um we were talking to tim and I like the legend. Yeah, like I just like I guess I just happened <clears throat> to like mention, or I said something about uh, Latrice, and he was like, "Oh, well, you know, I'll put Latrice in a headlock. I don't care." Oh, I was I was still on the clock for this. Oh uh, yeah, I guess you were, and I was like, "Oh really?" And then me, and then you got the clock, and then we were sitting, or like maybe it was just me. Latrice. No, what? What ha- I think what happened was he said that, and then someone told Latrice. Yeah, no, I, no. I might. Okay, yeah. So you told Trees, and I was trying to get my drawer count, my drawer counted with all oh, the money. Yeah, you were, yeah, you were still on the clock. So I went and, and so told yeah, Trees, go ahead. I went and told Trees, like, 
uh, you know, it's funny is that I was talking to Tim, and at the time, um, I don't know, I guess Latrice was mad at Tim or whatever, so I, I told, Latrice was like, yeah, he said he'd put you in a headlock. You know, like, so I didn't, I mean, I didn't think anything of it, you know, it was just like, he said he'd put you in a headlock as a, you know, as a joke, obviously he's kidding, like, why would he put you in a headlock? And she's like, oh, did he now? And I was like, yeah. And then she's like, oh, wow. And then she just stormed off. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, so she's, yeah. she stormed off, right? And I was trying to get my drawer counted uh, by Teresa or Tim. And then they come in, uh, like, where I'm at, and they just start arguing. Like, they start full-out arguing. And I'm just standing in the middle with, like, my hands full of, like, my drawer trying to get it counted while these two are just arguing, like, their, their asses off. And I was like, bro, I'm just trying to go home. I'm not trying to put up with this shit. And, you know, finally, like, they break it off or whatever, and I get my drawer counted. And then um, what happened after that? Yeah, so you're in there, and, like, I was just waiting out, like, by, the, like, the thing. And then, um, I don't know. I went out, and I waited, like, by my car or something. And you come running out, and you're like, bro, like, you're like dude, I was just trying to get my, like, my drawer counted. And, like, then, like, Tim and Latrice started going at it and they're fighting like right in front of me and it was super awkward and like I just wanted to leave like I felt so uncomfortable and like finally they counted it and like I just came out here like I just like wanted to get away from there and it's like oh for real and then we were just talking out there and then like Aaron was there but he was off the clock too and he was like he called remember he called us and <laughs> yeah yeah we were just shown by the car yeah so like Aaron is like another one of our managers that you know we're close with and he called us and he was like he said, like, hey, I just want to let you know that, like, Tim's looking for you. <laughs> and I was like, huh? I was like, why, you know, why are you looking for me? And so we're sitting in this other parking lot, not the Chick-fil-A parking lot. There's, like, Chick-fil-A is kind of, like, on a hill a little bit. And then if you go down the hill, it's, like, a bigger parking lot with, like, Target and Giant. Like, it's a shopping center. So we usually park down there. And so out of nowhere, we hear someone yelling our names. He's like... You know, he's like, hey, Nardo. Or like, hey, Steven, is that you out there? And, like, we just look up. We just see this, like, silhouette in the distance. And we're just like, like, uh, what? Like, what's going on? And he's like, you know, I need to talk to you guys. And he's like, come up here. We're like, nah, nah. Like, you know, we're not yeah, going we were, up there. <laughs> we were both off the clock. I'm like, yeah. I don't got to talk to you for shit. Yeah, we're like, I'm not going up there. And he's like, all right. And then he just walked away. <laughs> Like, I guess he didn't want to come down there and talk to us. So, like, I don't know. I was like, we're in the middle of that drama. And, like, it was really awkward. But, um, you know, I don't know. That's one of the crazy stories that we have is just, like, being in the middle of, like, those two guys arguing and, like, kind of being involved in that kind of workplace drama. Speaking of that parking lot, though, after hours, my favorite – I think this is my all-time favorite memory at Chick-fil-A. We were – we both got off the clock at the same time. And – um we were walking down our cars and it had just snowed. And so, um, like they were, they plowed the snow. And it's like this huge pile in like the, in like the shopping center parking lot. And our one manager, Aaron, he had this uh, car and he would, he like, he was like super big into it. You know, it was like his baby per se. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, wouldn't it be funny if like we messed with this car a little bit. So we started like packing snow underneath the tires and like putting yeah. it on his windshield just so, like, it was more trouble for him to get home. And while we were in the midst of, like, messing with his car, 
on a whim, Aaron comes out just because like he forgot something in his car or not. Yeah, or it something. Was, like, and <laughs> it was perfect timing because he sees us like putting packing snow onto his car, and he's he comes out of Chick Fil A, comes through the hedges, and he's like, "Hey!" <laughs> and like both of us look over it and we see him just standing there and we're like, yeah. "Shit!" Yeah, and he said he books it. He books it towards us, and yeah. we start like running, and he like picks up snow and starts like throwing it at us. So yeah. we pick up snow and start throwing it at him, and we have this full out like snowball fight after hours after we clocked out in yeah. the Target parking lot, and it was I don't know, it was awesome. Like it lasted for, like a good ten minutes before both of us were out of breath, and he was yeah. pummeling us with like icy snow, and I was like, all right, all right that's enough, that's enough. <laughs> And we were oh, just like, so how did you know fun. we were out here? He's like, I didn't. He was like, I just he's like, I just wanted to come out here to check something in my car and like I just noticed you guys were out here. And we're like, What? You know, we were so confused, like how crazy that was. We thought like someone saw us doing it and like they told him, so he came out. But no, it was just like yeah, the perfect timing, I guess. Yeah. And like Aaron, you know, we had a lot of good like moments with him at work and like one of our favorite managers and I'll never forget the time where we were in the back, and, like, you know, Aaron really liked to roughhouse. And, like, so he started roughhousing with me, and then you were like, hey, like, don't do that. And then you, like, try to jump on him. And, like, to this day, I still don't know what happened. But, like, I don't know what Aaron did, but all I know was within, like, five <laughs> seconds, me and Jake were both on the ground. Like, it was, <laughs> it was like, the it, was, it was not a competition. It was, like, the weirdest thing ever. Like, it was definitely one of those moments where you're just, like, how did I get here? Like, <laughs> like one moment I was just like doing like we're just resting with it. Next minute I was on the ground and like Jake was like on top. Like somehow like like tripped over top of me and we're just like both just lying there while Aaron's like you know kicking us or whatever. And, and like I don't know. Yeah. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I remember that you were you were in dry storage, just like this tiny little like hallway that leads to nowhere. Yeah. And he had you like up in the hallway, like hitting you or whatever. And like I come around the corner, I'm like, "Hey!" I'm like, "You can't be doing that!" And like I try and like get like on on his back, and like he yeah. like throws me off and like shoves me up into the corner with you, and just takes both of us down. Yeah, um, it's like it's like how the fuck did this just happen? <laughs> yeah, it was funny. No, I mean, it, so many great mo- moments with him, but like I said. With the good comes the bad, and, you know, we kind of, like, dove into it a little bit, like, the bad moments. But let me just tell you, like, some of the things that really just grind my gears that, you know, I was thinking about it for a second. And things that just really just piss me off is, A, when it rains and people uh, order outside mobile orders. It's just, it's it's so bad. It's like, yeah, it's already raining, and, like, you know, it's already bad enough to come through drive through because, like, we have people who have to stand outside for drive through um, Not always in the rain, but usually the guy in the booth, we have, like, a booth where you stand and take money. They usually have to be out there no matter what. Um, but when someone orders an outside order, like, there's nothing we can do. Like, we can't tell them, hey, come inside. Like, we have to go out there. So it's, like, common courtesy. Like, you'd think they'd just be ready. I mean, you'd think that, right? And then, so you get their stuff, you get the drinks, you get, like, you make sure you have everything. And you better make sure you have everything, because otherwise, they're going to ask for it. You forgot the sauce? They don't care if it's raining, snowing. I mean, it could be a fucking, like, ice rink out in the parking lot, and you slip in and bust in your ass. 
They're going to make you go back in there and get you those two extra Chick-fil-A sauces that you didn't grab. So, you know, you walk out there, and I kid you not, one time, it was raining. Nice. Doing the right thing, like holding the bag closed, like trying to keep the rain out. I mean, it's hard, but like, I'm trying to do the best for the customer to not get rain all over their stuff. And I literally get to the car, to the window, and they're just, they're just on their phone. They're not on the phone, mind you. They're on their phone in terms of just, they're just scrolling through like Facebook or whatever bullshit they're on. And they're just scrolling, and I'm, like, just staying there. But, like, I don't want to touch their car because, like, I don't want to be that guy, you know? Plus, I have food all on my hands. So I'm just standing there in the rain, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, this person's really just going to act like, you know, I'm not here. And then they finally just look over and just chill, <clears throat> nonchalant. They're just like, oh. And then they just put their phone away really calmly, put down the window. Thanks. Like, nothing. No tip. No nothing. Just, that's it. Just that you left me staying there outside your car in the rain you just sat there on your phone which is extremely rude and then you just act like it's nothing as i'm sitting there in the rain and you're just like oh, thanks and you just drive off i mean it's so much bullshit because there's so many nice people out there you like they say thank you like a billion times or you know they give you like a little tip or like they just say something to, like kind of brighten your day but nah nah not this guy not or this woman whoever it was i can't remember exactly but like no of course not and that's, that's one of the things that, that really just pisses me off. Things like that. Just going the extra distance for them, and then they do that to you. So <laughs> They kick you when you're already down. Yeah, like, be yeah, mindful I've, of that. I remember having to draw straws onto who's going out in the rain yeah. to do mobile orders. It was um, infuriating. I remember <laughs> this one time, this guy rang in a mobile order, and he put his name as... Harry Johnson, like H A R R Y Johnson. Mm, yeah. And then all he had was just a small water. And for like extra notes, he put, I have a Harry Johnson. And like, you know, sure enough, he never came in. But I thought that was, <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> the managers were pretty upset, but I thought it was pretty funny. Um, but I think the craziest mobile story, mobile order story was um, this girl. They you have they have your phone number on the on the mobile oh. order tickets. Oh no! And this girl, this girl, I guess she was kind of cute. Um, ordered some food from a mobile order, and you know I had her phone number on it. And this guy we worked with, his name was Jeffrey, lovable kid. Um, he gave him, he gave her her food, and kept onto the ticket. And he was like, guys, and we're like, what? He's like, her phone number's on here. Should I like text her? And be like, hey, you know, I'm the Chick-fil-A worker that gave you your food and like try and slide into your DMs. I'm like, no, Jeffrey. I'm like, that is stalker territory right there. That is not okay. Yeah, that is what you and, don't do. And he was, I think he was pretty convinced. He like convinced himself that he was going to do it. He saw no wrong in it. He didn't think it was creepy at all. He thought it would be like cute and endearing. And I'm like, no, dude. I'm like, do not do that. That is not okay. Not what you need to be doing. We talked him off the we talked him off the ledge, thank God. But, oh my God, <laughs> scary! That was scary, dude. That was a scary moment. Who who knows what kind of implications that would have brought to him? I mean that that scared me. Kind of made me <laughs> kind of made me a little sick. I'm not gonna lie. It's like, oh, really? That's what you want to do? <laughs> Another time of someone being stupid. We had this really dumb bitch that worked there. Her name was Alexis. 
right? Is that, or was it Alexa or something? Yeah. And again, it was at like the. Four, <laughs> it was at the. It was in like that four to five hour block, right? Where yeah. not there's nobody there, and we're me and her are just chilling at the registers. And the registers have this neat feature where there's two red buttons underneath them. Um, and they're silent alarms for if we get robbed, you press both of them at the same time. Not just one, you have to press both at the same time. I cannot stress that enough. And so we're just chilling there, right? It's every, like any other Tuesday, four to five, whatever. And I see this cop car pull up, like aggressively pull up, not even like parked in, the, in a parking spot. He pulls up, like up onto the curb and runs inside. And then he's like, is everything okay? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, do you have a manager? And I'm like, yeah. And sure enough, like Dina comes out and he's like, is everything all right? And Dina's like, yeah, everything's fine. And he's like, do you mind if I like check in the back? And she's like, yeah. And I look out the window again and there's, I, I kid you not, like a dozen cop cars, like canine units, the chargers, like, like SUVs, like the FBI. SWAT team. Like, no, no, not the, <laughs> the FBI and the SWAT team. But it was like every cop car in the county was in our parking lot in like a matter of seconds. And he's like, he comes out, he's like, all right, well, you know, we just had the silent alarm trip. So, you know, I just want to make sure everything was fine. And yeah, there's like, I was like people well, coming through like the bushes with like, like rifles, like with like <laughs> weapons. And so it's like, what the? Yeah. Like, and I knew I didn't touch it because I make sure I never have my hands around that area. And Alexis was the, he said, he said it came from register two, which is the register that Alexis was on. And I just remember thinking that dumb bitch, but it was, it was pretty crazy to know that, like, I mean, to, like who good, would rob, good response time. who would rob Chick-fil-A? You know, I feel like that's yeah. what was going through the cop's mind is like, this is personal. Like, yeah. I don't know who the fuck is robbing Chick-fil-A right now, but this is personal like, that and we need to get there. Like it's a pretty quiet like area we live in, so like I think they're thinking like this is our moment, like this is still time, and they probably made some like motivational speech like they're gonna rob Chick Fil A, are we gonna let them do that? And then like you know they probably called in like every available unit, and they all just charged like down the street down to Chick Fil A, you know probably like, five minute drive because it's you know not that big of an area, and then <laughs> they're all like. They're like, all right, boys, like, this is the day we've all waited for. I'm gonna kill that son of a bitch who's robbing them. And they get in there, and that guy was so disappointed when you're like, nothing's wrong. He's like, huh? <laughs> what? Nothing's wrong. I always I was imagined like a montage of like cops doing various like cop things and then getting like the the alert from uh dispatch that Chick fil A is getting robbed. So like it's like a cop like pulling over a guy for speeding and he's like talking to them like through the window. <laughs> And then, like, he gets a call, and he just starts, like, booking it back to his car. <laughs> and then it's, like, another one, like, at it with, like, two cops in the car, like, at Dunkin', like, going through the drive-thru, like, getting donuts. And then they like, get the call, and then they, like, turn the wheel and, like, drive over, like, a grass patch and, like, get on the road and floor it. And then, like, someone else is, like, in bed or something. And then he hears, like, this fast, <laughs> like, chick getting robbed. And he, like, jumps through his window and, like, gets in the car. Like, it was, it was, I could, I can, like, I couldn't imagine like uh, I can't imagine. I just couldn't believe how many cops were in our parking lot in a matter of like seconds. I, yeah. It was insane. It was insane, and I, it was just crazy. I, it was just crazy. Yeah, she didn't get 
did she get fired? I don't know if she got fired no, for that no, reason. She didn't. she didn't. I think she just left. But oh my god, dude! I mean, I it made my shift. That was that was a very interesting shift. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really get to see too much of it because, like, I was in the kitchen while this was happening. So I like walked out towards the end, and I was like, "Huh?" I was like, "What's, I was like, <laughs> like, what's going on?" So I'm kind of upset. I didn't get to see that. But uh, yeah, I mean, Chick Fil A had some some pretty crazy times. I feel like that's how it is at any restaurant, yeah. though. I feel like. Or any any customer service related job, like I know at restaurants, it's like Mother's Day, it's super packed. At retail jobs, it's like Black Friday, super packed. For us, it was Cow Day, yeah. And you always get those, you know, self entitled pieces of shit that want to come in and just like make a big deal about everything. Mm-hmm. And then you got your, you know, your idiotic coworkers who have no idea what the fuck they're doing. I mean, it's a pretty average job, you know. The only difference is you have to say my pleasure. Yeah, um, that's true. And I I said that. It's weird. I said that I it got it so ingrained into my system that I said it even when I didn't work there anymore. I still said my pleasure. And what's funny is I've gotten out of the habit, but only when I'm not in Chick-fil-A. Mm. Whenever I step foot in a Chick-fil-A, especially the one I used to work at, I'll always hold the door open for someone and they'll always say thank you and I'll always say my pleasure. It's just mm. like it's like paying homage. You know? It just comes with it. Yeah. It comes with the job. Do you wanna but, um, you wanna close off with one last like little story or something? Yeah, I was I was going for the clothes, but if you got another story, let me hear it. No, I mean I was wondering if you had any, you know, left. You want you want something about the time you uh you took a nap up in uh up in the uh play place? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't really take uh, a, I, I didn't really take a nap, but like No, you, I, you took a, you took a nap. No. <laughs> you dozed off, man. I, was just, I didn't like I was just chilling. No. Oh. No, like back in the day like they used to be like a little bit more uptight about cleaning stuff. So we have this play place. So one of the duties of the people out there who are cleaning would be to go in there and clean it. And like, they would make you like do like a little, like run through of everything and like, make sure there wasn't any shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Like trash or whatever. And, um, so, you know, one day it wasn't that busy and it was like summer it was like it was like because I remember it was like hotter outside, and I I went in there to look around, and so I go up to the like it's like a tower kind of, so I go up to the top and it's like enclosed, and it was like kind of like you know amazing there a little bit. And you had to you had to lock the door behind you so like no kids would come in while you were cleaning. Well, so you, yeah, or like you put a sign or something, or you know, just make so sure like no one would come in. You were in there alone. Yeah, like you would have to make sure everyone was out. And then put a sign up so like no one could come in. And so I was alone and like get to the top and there's like a vent like right there because it gets hot in there. Like over the summer, like when they lost they lost AC in there and it gets hot. Like the windows were completely fogged from the kids. Mouth like, breathing. It, yeah, it gets hot in there. So like there's like a vent at the top and it's blowing air right at the top of the tower. I'm just sitting there like damn. It's nice up here. And, like, I kid you not, bro. Like, I didn't really fall asleep. But, like, I was just chilling up there, like, on my phone. Like, I was listening to music. I was just, like, on Instagram. And some of the Dre going. Yeah, I was just texting people. I was like, I'm just chilling at work right now. Like, literally. And, like, I finally come out. And, like, it's still not busy. And, like, like, are you good? Like, yeah. I was like, I was just cleaning the play place. And, like, you know, 
just being able to do like little dumb stuff like that and like having little memories like that of just like chilling at the top of like the freaking Chick-fil-A play felt, place. Felt like a king. I, I could never fit. I was too tall, but yeah, I, it was... I, I remember when Steven told me that. Like, he, he came out and he came up to my register and he's like, wow, I just took like a nap up in the play place. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> it was nice. It was nice. Just like with the AC blowing and everything, like it was really nice. Like it, it was like almost paradise. Fuck it, bro. Sounds... I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start paying rent. I don't live up here. <laughs> For real, like it was. I was just up there, just chilling, like the phone, like everything, bro. Like it would have been nicer if, like, I don't know, if I could like talk to someone, like if I called someone, or if like someone was in there with me, I was just like chilling even more. But like, I don't know. I mean, I only got, I only did that like once because I don't know. Yeah, it's like you gotta pick your days to act like an idiot. And like, or do something stupid, or like, you know, like you'd pick your day where you take an hour long break, or like, you know. And that was one of the days where I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit up here for 30, 45 minutes. So, a good day. It was a good day. Yeah. Most of my days at Chick fil A are pretty good. And people just made it memorable. But I think, uh, I think that's all we got time for today. Uh, thank you for tuning in again to another podcast. Uh, I am, again, Jake Nardo, your host. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at jakenardo14. And I'm Stephen Cathy, because if you don't already follow me on social media, follow me on Instagram. It's Blackie Black. Two A's in the last black all together. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed. Yeah. Have a, have a great, have a happy another night, and uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs>